Hi there. Uh, welcome to Musical McGee's first podcast. I am your host, uh, my name is Patrick, and I'll be guiding you through what I hope to be a series of podcasts, each dedicated to a Broadway show, some you may have heard of, some you may not have. Uh, I am a huge musical theater buff and an avid cast album collector, and I just wanted to share my love of musical theater with you listeners and maybe educate a few of you along the way and, and play some clips from them as well. Uh, now this being my first podcast, things might get a little rocky at times, and uh, hopefully with more practice and more podcasts, I'll be chugging along in no time. Uh, now on with the musicals. Uh, I figured there is no way to begin the first podcast than... Uh, no better way to begin it than with the first Broadway show that I saw, and don't laugh, it was Titanic the musical. Uh, let me preface preface this by saying that Titanic the musical is uh, considered a joke to many theater goers who might judge, but never actually listened to the show or saw it live. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine, and they claimed that it flopped. Um, when if you go by recouping the initial investment costs, well, Titanic technically did flop, but by no means should it be considered a joke. Uh, previews began March 30th, 1997, and the show opened on April 23rd, 1997 to Mixed, uh, which means mostly bad reviews. Um, however, it took two years and 804 performances to close, which many would consider that to be a hit. Um, it is on Playbill's long-running Broadway shows list, which has got to say something. Uh, the production was directed by Richard Jones, choreographed by Lynn Taylor Corbett, with sets and costumes by Stuart Lang and lighting by Paul Gallo. Get me aboard, call out my name. It's to America we aim to find a better life. We prayed to make this trip. Let all our children's children know that this day long ago we dreamt of them. And came aboard this ship for the maiden voyage, for the maiden voyage. a clip from the original Broadway cast recording of the roughly 50-minute opening sequence that sets Titanic in motion. Uh, Titanic the Musical is an epic story, one that critics said could never be musicalized successfully. 
and how do you go about putting a sinking ship on a Broadway stage? Book writer Peter Stone and composer and lyricist Maury Yeston did just that with the help of, uh, you know, $10 million, <laughs> which at the time was one of the most expensive musicals ever. Um, since then, there have been many that have out-cost that, I guess. Uh, the show had no out-of-town preview, which um, is kind of unique because many shows nowadays do. It's, it's the best way uh, for creators to work out the bugs. Um, Shows usually go to like another major U.S. city, produce the musical there, and uh, see how it works, fix things, and then open up on Broadway for a preview period where they might continue to fix things. Um, however, Titanic didn't have that out-of-town tryout. It just launched into previews at the Luntfontein Theater. Um, and while there, the show kind of limped its way through previews, gaining really bad negative word of mouth, and many people just wrote the show off to be a flop. The 42-member ensemble struggled through the preview period, during which the stage would suffer from uh, many technical problems. I remember hearing about these on the news, that, you know, the stage would break and whatever. Uh, they had taken the entire stage floor up and installed a three-tier hydraulic elevator system, so that, in essence, in, in a few of the scenes, all three classes could be shown at the same time. Uh, and then during the actual sinking, the floor of the stage would sink by um, rising up and then uh, tilting down into this, the real floor of the stage. Um, I remember it was an incredible thing to watch. Um, just, it, it helped the show move, it, you know, fluidly, kind of cinematic. Um, but it's been proven to be kind of unnecessary, uh, as many other productions, regional, um, the first touring production, um, that followed it. They, those don't usually don't have a hydraulic stage. The tour version didn't. 
Um, and the show works just as well, if not better, with, according to several reviewers of those shows. Um, and when Titanic opened in April, uh, it opened to very poor reviews. But um, audiences and word of mouth led to a sellout box office. Um, and then it was nominated for a bunch of Tonys, and it ended up winning five awards, including Best Musical. Um, the show was also featured many times on the Rosie O'Donnell show, which also helped a lot as well. I remember watching the cast on there, and I got really excited because I knew that I was going to go see them. I want to be a lady's maid, lady's maid in America. In America, the streets are paved with gold. I want to be a governess. Governess in America, in America it's better, I am told. I want to be a sewing girl, sewing girl in America, in America I'll sew till I am old. There's a place called Chicago, I've seen it on the map. There's a place called Maryland. I've seen it on the map. There's a place in America called Albuquerque, and I'm hoping it's a bit like Donegal. Oh, I'm hoping that it is. There, I'm hoping that it is. Where am I dreaming? Am I hoping? Am I scheming? Am I praying? Am I wishing to be happy? Will come true in I also wanted to play a clip from uh, uh, Forbidden Broadway's, uh, it's a series of um, spoofs on musicals and, you know, popular musicals at the time that's been going on for like 20 years. Uh, and in one of the versions in the late 90s, Forbidden Broadway cleans up its act, uh, they parody Titanic. Um, they had, I guess, people just running from one side of the stage to the other, trepidating the sinking. Um, and I just wanted to play you a clip from that as well. In every season, someone tries to fabricate a musical both startling and sellable. From Sondheim's Penagrand, we all called Sweeney Todd. From Ebb and Candor, Spider Woman, very odd. Our task was to mate the greatest night of fate with of a Poseidon adventure sung and danced at once pretentious and the perfection of musical engineering at once pretentious and the perfection of musical engineering The first national touring company of the musical launched in Los Angeles in January of 1999 um, and then it continued for a couple of years. Uh, the way that they did it, they stripped it down compared to its Broadway counterpart. Um, and it was just a 
kind of mechanical looking set where all the action was performed on it and then when the stage sunk they kind of i don't know leaned and pretended that that they were sinking um like i said reviewers said that it kind of worked better because it let the material shown through rather than having a big broadway spectacle um and then came the movie directed by james cameron and everybody knows this movie it is the highest grossing film of all time with a billion dollars worldwide under its belt something ridiculous like that uh, the cast of the Broadway show and the producers were more than pleased to be a part of Titanic Mania. Um, the box office of the show was boosted um, a lot because of the movie. Um, they even had an Oscar party to support their Hollywood counterpart, which did go on to win Best Picture as well. Um, and I remember he, many people were confused and thought that it, the musical was an adaptation of the movie with music in it and that like Leonardo DiCaprio was in it, which is ridiculous. Um, and I re read some things when researching for this that uh, said that many women would go to the box office and be like, is Leonardo DiCaprio still in this? Obviously, he wasn't. Uh, and then March 28, 1999, Titanic the Musical shut its doors. Uh, the, produ the producers said they wanted to go out with a bang instead of you know, staying too long. They never quite got back the investment that they made to begin with, but audiences really never stopped going and loving the show. for Titanic the musical which like I said was my first Broadway show um, and I was just amazed by it all the sets the music the actors it was an experience that I'm glad I was able to see I often I hear people jumping at the bit to call this show a flop when I mean it by all means it should have been a flop it was this huge disaster they were trying to musicalize and make on stage um, but it wasn't a flop not at all it played for two years to sell out audiences won best musical tony award that flops don't do that um so now i hope you're just a little bit more educated about this musical um and i want you to give it a chance just listen to the entire cast album sit there imagine it on a stage it's well worth it i promise you um so that's it for my first podcast i'll be back again soonish um Hopefully, working on uh, I'll be working on um, a podcast about Gypsy next. The uh, one of what people call the greatest American musical, or at least one of them. Um, so that's it for now.
Oh, oh, oh. 